1: I am so excited to introduce Sarah to our audience today, because this is a topic I've never talked about on the podcast before. So without further ado, Sarah Whitaker is here to join us today on the School of Sellers podcast. And Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you are here to talk to us about today?
0: Perfect. Hi, Erin. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so excited to be here and talk about all things podcasting because I could talk about this all day, every day. So very happy to be here. Yes, I am Sarah Whitaker. I am a former elementary school teacher. I taught first grade and second grade. And then I also did ELL my last year being in the classroom. So like many of your listeners, probably after I had my daughter... I felt that desire to be able to stay home and I knew that I needed to work. It wasn't an option for me to just stay home without having income come in. So I actually, I my original plan was to start an in-home daycare, oh. which I've, I've heard of some teachers say that that thought has crossed their mind before, but I ended up finding out about the land of virtual business, online business. And I started as a virtual assistant for all kinds of online business owners. And then I niched down to podcast management and absolutely... Fell in love with it. I love podcasts, and so now I help my clients. I we do editing, launching, show notes, all of the little details that come with podcasting. And and then I ended up niching down even further into working with TBT sellers. So now I still feel like I'm in some way still connected to the classroom through my clients. So that's kind of how I made the the short version of how I made my transitions where I am. I
1: love that story. And I think it's going to resonate a lot with anyone listening who is not out of the classroom yet, but kind of is starting to think about it. Because I think a lot of times, whenever we hear about teachers leaving the classroom, it's always the same avenues again and again, like TBT or VA or whatever. So I think, I mean, this is a really cool different path that you've taken. And I'm personally invested because obviously I have a podcast. (laughs) So I am really excited to hear all about the podcast world today. And you actually
0: have a podcast as well, correct? I do. I have a podcast called Podcasting for Educators. I just started it in October of 2021. I figured it was probably time for me to have my own podcast. (laughs) And it's all about helping TPT sellers and other online educators get their podcast started and strategies for growing their audience and all of that good stuff, keeping them updated because things are constantly changing with podcasting, as with anything in business. Oh my gosh. That is so true. So
1: if you are listening and you have ever even thought about podcasting, that would be a great place to start is Sarah's podcast. But let's like, I, I know we have something specific that we're going to talk to our audience about today. And if you are wondering what that is, we are going to be giving you a little peek at the different ways that you can use podcasting for your business, especially if you are a seller who has an online course, or a membership, or maybe you're thinking about one of those things, most of our conversation will be geared towards that. But I wanted to also kind of give everyone just a little crash course in podcasting, why we should be thinking about podcasting and all of the good stuff that we already know about podcasting. (laughs) But what would you, what would you tell someone just starting out? Like, what is the big draw for podcasting for you over, let's say blogging, because that is the traditional, I, I would still say the traditional long form content that yeah. most sellers choose.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like you said, we can get into kind of the difference between a traditional podcast and a private podcast. And a lot of the benefits overlap. I'll go over some of the main draws towards having a podcast. Some of them are more for the traditional podcast. And when I say traditional podcast, I mean that podcast that you see in your Apple podcast player, Spotify, that, you know, people are putting out usually weekly, sometimes maybe just a couple times a month. So mm-hmm. podcasting as a whole, I think one of the biggest draws to starting one is because it makes your content so much more accessible for your audience. And speaking to All of you who are TPT sellers, your audience are people like teachers and counselors and SLPs. And we know that those are some of the busiest and hardworking people around. So when you have a podcast, you can reach them on the go. So most people will listen to podcasts on their commute to and from work. They can listen on their lunch break. They don't have to be sitting at their computer reading, say, a blog article or a blog post. And so I think that's one of the biggest differentiators between blogging and podcasting is that it just does make your content so much more accessible for people. They can break it up into sessions. They can pause whenever they want to come back to it. And that content is also evergreen. So, you know, you might gain a new listener this week, but they might scroll back to episodes that you put out a year ago or two years ago. So it's really, you get a lot of bang for your buck for sure with podcasting. The other piece as a TPT seller, I think that it feels very competitive out there in, Mm -hmm. you know, Pinterest and in just TPT stores in general, On blog posts, Instagram. I know that there's a lot of competition, a lot of, you know, you're constantly feeling like you have to keep up. And right now, you know, we're recording this at the very end of January, 2022. And right now, podcasting in the education space and the TBT space is still super untapped. There are really not that many people doing it. If you were to start a podcast right now, it, is very likely that you might be the only person in your specific niche that has a podcast. Like that really is how untapped it is. So, if you're looking for ways to set yourself apart, podcasting is is it for sure. <laughs>
1: I love that point because it is so true and I kind of feel the same way about podcasting as I do about TikTok. It's like why aren't more of us doing this? This is so like untouched right now and at the timing is Amazing. So I totally agree that if someone has been like on the edge of should I do a podcast, should I not? All of the points you made are amazing. I wanted to back up and just talk about a couple because they're so good. When you think about your own personal preference and the way you live your life, I would I would venture a guess that pretty much everyone listening, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you like listening to things and you already have either Spotify or the, the Apple podcast, whatever app you use, you already have it on your phone. So you already can see the benefit of you know how accessible a podcast is. And you're right when you say it's it's like so bingeable. I I can't tell you how many people who have found the School of Sellers podcast have been like, oh my gosh, I went back and I listened to all the podcast episodes this weekend. And who would really do that with like a blog, for example, or, you know, I mean, it's, I feel like a blog is more, you know, people are finding you one page at a time based on how they stumbled across that specific link. And they're less likely to, you know, have that desire to like, go back from the, to the beginning, you know, because it's more of like a story you're telling on a podcast, I guess. And so I think that's a great. Those are all amazing things to think about. And if you are someone who's listening and you're like, well, you know, I I love all of those reasons, but I'm still very much like a I need to have my website and all of those things. You are still putting things out onto the web. As part of your podcast. Once we publish our podcast, we can post show notes, which is basically a blog post that kind of breaks down the podcast episode. So not only are you still very much on the internet with your podcast, but I feel like a podcast gives you even more ways to repurpose that content because you start with the audio or maybe even the video, and then you can still turn it into all of those print forms that we're already used to, right? I mean,
0: yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad that you brought this up because a big question that I get from TPTers is, okay, so if I start a podcast, does that mean I stop blogging or should I do both? And I don't think it has to be an either or situation, but the great thing, like you just said, is when you publish a podcast episode, you have the episode description that you see in your podcast player, and you should always link back to your website and that's where your full show notes page lives. And it is, you set it up just like a blog post. It's like a second blog for your website. And so you're constantly driving people back to your website, which gets people to join your email list. It gives you more content for your website and you can kind of decide, like you can, if you start a podcast, maybe since you have your show notes, that means you just don't have to create original blog posts as much anymore. I mean, you can make your show notes look however you want. You could do it just, you know, short recap style. You can plop it into a transcription service online and, you know, it transcribes it for you. You need to go through and clean it up, but Uh that's a really easy way to turn it into a long form blog post. That's SEO friendly and all of that. And then that's just one way to repurpose your podcast episode. Then you've got content for Pinterest. You've got content for Reels. It could be a your whole social email. Media. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely. Yeah, it that, makes like, me excited. so much. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It's seriously amazing. I When I record my podcast episodes, that's the only thing I use to create my social media content. It gives me, it's like this macro piece of content. If you do it intentionally and you work smarter, mm-hmm. not harder, which I'm all about, and I know you are too. Oh, that yeah you you plan it in a way that you put this podcast episode out on whatever day of the week and then you pull out these tiny pieces from the episodes for your emails for your social media for everything. I mean, it really does take care of your content planning for the whole week.
1: <laughs> and it is, I kind of enjoy having the variety of mediums that I use. So like you do the recording piece first and then it feels okay then to move into like the social media content creation. Cause when I'm blogging, sometimes I feel like I'm like typing, 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 then typing here and then typing here. And it just feels very much the same type of task again and again. So it's nice to kind of oh, mix yeah. up with the podcast and the audio.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree.
1: Okay, TPT sellers, quick note for all of my friends out there who love to geek out over their TPT business with other sellers. I would love to personally invite you to join School of Sellers Ignite, a work club that is open to any and all TPT sellers. Ignite is the first membership of its kind designed to not only deliver monthly challenges with prizes, but also provide space and resources to work alongside other sellers one of our main goals is to give you the community and accountability that's missing from your business life. We will have power hour work sessions, prizes for challenges, and so much more. Join today at schoolofsellers.com ignite. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I literally could probably talk about this like podcasting in general for hours. So if you make sure you check out Sarah's podcast, if you want more information about podcasting in general. But what I really am excited to hear about today is going back to that idea of a traditional podcast versus, versus private podcasting. And I'm just going to let you just, just tell us what the difference is first, please, if you would, yeah. because I think it's kind of an important distinction to make, especially if someone is very new to the podcast world. Yeah. And I know you already touched a little bit on it, but...
0: Yeah, Let's yeah. See. So I can kind of go over what the difference is, what a private podcast is, and then I can give you some examples of ways that you could use a private podcast in your business because there are several different ways. So back to that idea of a traditional podcast. A traditional podcast is something that anybody can see when they go into whatever podcast platform they like to listen on, and they can find your podcast. It's public; it's open for anybody to find it. A public podcast is a podcast feed that is private, that's created, and you have to give somebody access in order to get that content. So usually it's in one of two ways to be able to gain access to that. It might be that you have a a membership or an online course and people gain access to your private podcast when they join your membership or purchase your course. The other way that they can gain access is almost like any of your opt-ins. You have a landing page. They have to give you their email address in exchange for that content. So it can still be free content that you're putting out, but they have to give you their email address. They have to join your email list in order to get it. And so it's really cool. If you've never seen it, you get an email in your inbox and it's a link and you click on the link and then it magically appears in your podcast app on your phone or on your computer, wherever you listen. So it's really cool. Like it's not there when you, it's not there before. And then you get this magic link and suddenly it appears and now you have access to this great content. And so some ways that people might use this, going back to that idea of, I know a lot of you now have monthly memberships, you have online courses. And so an online course, for example, you can take all of your lessons, all of your modules, and turn it into a private podcast. So, what that looks like, it's a really easy process. I always suggest using Hello Audio. It's a platform that I, I think it's like twelve dollars a month. It's very affordable, and you literally just. Slap your audio in there. It creates the podcast feed for you. You can put a description for each of your episodes. You can even put drag and drop a video in there and it'll strip the audio for you. So you don't have to, isn't that awesome? I mean, I'm over <laughs> here like taking notes for school of sellers. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's such an easy process. And so then in each of your lessons on your online course, you know, in the description when somebody clicks on lesson one or module one, you can say would you rather listen to this content via podcast, click here. And because they've joined the course with their, and you've got their email address Mm -hmm. that would be linked to the private podcast. And so now they have the option to listen to your content in the car instead of watching it on video, or now they can do both. They can kind of front load the information by listening to it first and then coming and watching. Because, you know, sometimes there are things that you need, like if you're teaching somebody how to do something, right. there's sometimes that you need video for that. But you can you can use both and you can give people the option. And now you can market that on your sales page and that's right. a huge draw for people cuz i know i'm so bad with online courses <laughs> yes <laughs> i mean that is such a that that adds so much value by
1: giving them the audio option too and i love how you pointed out that a lot of people consuming that content will not only only do audio or only do the video like i can see myself as a course student watching the video first but then turning on the audio when i'm in the car and kind of just like reviewing and kind of just re going through everything that I looked at on the video. So even if it is content that you really have to watch versus listen to that audio can still be helpful for after watching, that is so cool. So it's funny because when you, when we first started talking about this episode and just the the topic, I started thinking back to, I've, I've definitely, I've taken several courses where the audio podcast was an option and I did use it. And I think that's probably, that's what started, you know, I started thinking like, oh, I should maybe think about doing this for one of my courses. And then I kind of just like, ah oh, that seems a little too advanced. But so if someone is hearing this, whether it's general podcast or a private podcast, is it hard? Like what, what is involved on the backend? And I know that's kind of a techie question, but is it doable for someone who has a pretty, I wouldn't say basics. I feel like most TPT sellers know their way around technology, yeah. but tell
0: me about the learning curve for something yeah. like that. It really is very, very basic. I have used Hello Audio myself for clients before I've set it up. You can set this, you can set up your Hello Audio account and get this going within an hour. And I'm like very serious about that. It does all of the back end tech stuff for you. Like when you create a traditional podcast, you really have to set up your host Mm -hmm. and get your RSS feed. And for those of you who don't know, an RSS feed is basically what shoots your podcast episodes out to all of the different platforms. You really don't have to worry about any of that. It does it for you. You really do just go in and kind of like with a regular podcast, you create a name for it. You can put a design in there for your cover art, just like a regular podcast. And then it really is just a matter of dropping the audio in and putting any kind of description that you want. So maybe maybe you have a private facebook group attached to your membership you could say in the description you know after listening to this episode click here to post mm-hmm. your your questions about this module or whatever and then you publish it you can schedule it ahead of time you can even have the option to drip it out so if it's a live course that you're doing you can have wow. it you know go out yeah it's pretty amazing you can even you know if if you do ever run into the issue of you know, people joining your membership and then leaving, you can mm-hmm. remove them so they no longer have access to that audio. So there are so many ways to do it, but it really is like a super, super easy process. It's definitely less techy than setting up a traditional podcast. And then another way that I know people use it is, you know, if you do any kind of coaching calls or oh, Facebook yeah. lives in your group, just put it in hello audio or whichever platform you're using. And now those people who can't attend those live calls, now they have access to it. Okay. I love that. That is so smart
1: because I think a lot of people assume that if they miss the live, the Facebook live, a lot of times watching it live, they, they're not really likely to go back and watch it, you know, unless it pops up in their feed somehow. So having, that is so interesting. So when we are talking about the Hello Audio as a listener. So like if our course students wanted to listen, do they need to have a special app to listen or does it go to just an audio, whatever podcast app on their phone?
0: Yeah, no. So as a listener, you literally would just, as the person who's creating it, you get a what's called a share link that you okay. can put into however you're delivering this to your people. And then as a listener, as a student, you you just click that link and it yeah. it pops up. You get a choice. It gives you kind of like a landing page where it says like Would you like to listen to this on Apple or Spotify? Or, and you get your choice, and then it's it's there. It's in your library. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's so that cool. Is so
1: cool. <laughs> do you have to have? And I guess this is this. I feel like this is a silly question, but I always say there are no silly questions. Do That's you have right. to have a traditional podcast set up first
0: before? you offer those private episodes. Great question. No, you absolutely do not. Okay. You can you could just have a private podcast. And if you want, do you, would you like me to give you some options of how you could use this maybe if you don't have a membership or anything. Oh like gosh, that. yes, of course, please. Okay. So, another way that you can use this kind of going off the question that you just asked because you don't have to have a traditional podcast first and maybe you're listening and thinking okay, I I'm into this podcast idea, but I'm, I I don't know if I want to go all in and I also don't have a membership. So how could I use private podcasting? So a way that you could do that is you could do like a lot of people will create kind of a mini series of like four to six episodes. And the idea, a, a good idea of the way to go into this would be to have something that you're selling. So maybe it's, a higher priced resource in your GPT store, mm-hmm. or maybe it is the first time that you're launching your online course or whatever it is. But you could put out this mini series of however many episodes you want. And people would have, you'd have a landing page for it. People would give you their email address to sign up. And then they would get this mini series of podcast episodes. And it would just, again, it would be that private feed that they would need the link to access. And you don't have to have any kind of, Traditional podcast to set something like that up. So that would be a really good way to kind of dip your toes, see if you like it, see if you like the process. And it's again, it is really easy to set up.
1: Oh my gosh. I, I'm not, I'm not just saying this because you're on the podcast right now, but you're you're making me want to like scrap all of my plans for the rest of the day and And explore this. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm literally sitting here looking at my grocery list thinking like, I have zero desire to do this now. (laughs) I'd rather sit and create a private podcast. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is So great. Okay. So if I know we've already talked about your podcast, but you also share a lot of good information on your Instagram page as well. Mm -hmm. So you can find Sarah on Instagram at podcasting for educators. Did I get that right? Okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Sarah, this has been so wonderful. Thank you so much. Now, before we before we totally say goodbye, I love if you've ever listened, I like doing a little like lightning round. Yes. I love it. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, let's do it.
1: Okay. So first question for you, what, I don't know if you remember back in the days of like currently, like currently listening to currently oh, yeah. all of those updates, what are currently some of your guilty pleasures and they can be any sort of guilty pleasures.
0: Yeah. Okay. So All right. This one's probably going to make me sound really lame. And I will say I'm a big (laughs) homebody. Like I love being at home, but right now my guilty pleasure is Yahtzee. My husband and I are obsessed right now. We had a big snowstorm a couple of weeks ago and we started playing and now it's like an every night thing. I like, can't wait to play after we put (laughs) put my daughter to bed. Makes me sound like an old lady, but (laughs) that is definitely a guilty pleasure right now. Let's see. As far, I always think about like TV shows being mm-hmm. guilty pleasures. So Emily in Paris, have you watched that? Oh gosh, you know, I started that like last year. I need to I need to get back into it. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Talk about binge worthy. Like you could sit down and watch it easily in a day because it just, the second season recently came out. So definitely check that. that out. Try. That sounds like a good one. If you like have some work to do and just like-
1: Yeah, in the background. Just, yeah, get cozy on the couch and have it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: (laughs) Maybe I'll watch that while I'm planning my private podcast. (laughs)
0: Perfect. Perfect. I love it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think. And then I don't know if this counts as a guilty pleasure, but we got an air fryer for Christmas. And so we've been like geeking out on our air fryer, making all kinds of good stuff. (laughs) What's your favorite thing so far to make in it? Chicken fajitas. Ooh. so good. Yeah. I you can never send made you the those rest in, in the air fryer. Oh, they're so good. The veggies are just like perfect. The chicken's perfect. It's so good. Yeah. That sounds, you're giving me so many good <laughs> ideas today.
1: <laughs> good. Oh my goodness. Okay. What is your, let's see, favorite part of the workday?
0: Oh, favorite part of the workday. I would say, so I have a four-year-old who goes to preschool and So I drop her off in the mornings and when I get home, I make my big cup of coffee and just that moment of like first sitting down at the computer and it's like a fresh new day. You've got a whole bunch of things to do in front of you, but it's just like that refresh feeling and I just love it. And I'm by myself. I have the house to myself. My dog's usually right next to me before the chaos begins and... Yeah, that's definitely my favorite In part. my language. I yeah. love that. It's the fresh start of the day. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a good feeling. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay, well, our last question is a little, one of our not so typical questions, but I love it. Katie on Team SOS is really good at coming up with fun questions to ask people. So this is one of hers. Okay. So <laughs> let's say that you are kidnapped and your kidnappers return you <laughs> after two hours because... You've spent the whole time talking about what, what would be the thing that would make them return you after two hours?
0: (laughs) I love this question. Okay. I mean, this probably is not going to come as a surprise, but it's got to be podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) I I, would talk their ear off about podcasting. Oh my gosh.
1: Well, (laughs) if I was your kidnapper, I wouldn't return you. I would, I would probably (laughs) longer than two hours. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Well, thank you so much again for being on the show. This has been a wealth of information for me, so I can't even imagine what it's going to do for our listeners. So thanks again so much, Sarah. This was
0: amazing. You're so welcome. I'm glad it was helpful. Thanks for having me.